We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Welcome to 21 Questions. This is the uh, subscriber-only uh, question-asking opportunity for uh, KCSN subscribers. What's up, everybody? I'm Ken Swanson. This uh, is my my dear pal, Craig Stout. Craig, why don't you tell us who this wonderful show is sponsored by? This wonderful show is sponsored by my very favorite liquor store in the world, Macadoodles, coming to Lee's Summit, Missouri. I know we got a lot of people in Kansas City. You have to be excited about them coming they're coming in early october as soon as we know the actual date we are going to pass that along to you but if you are waiting they are opening at the end of september in jefferson city if you are a little further east out there into missouri get out to the jefferson city store and do that but if you are in kansas city i can't wait i i so hope kent that they are that they are open before the golf tournament when we're up oh. there because buddy I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take out a second mortgage on my house. Don't wait. I'm not because Macadoodles isn't that expensive. So, yeah. No, it's going to be great. I, we're excited to have Macadoodles here. I'm excited to be doing this with you, buddy. I am, too. I don't know when the last time we did 21 questions together. I kind of had a, a it's, I had a stretch this summer where I just I didn't even I wasn't even on the show for like five weeks straight. Um, Just it's been a busy year. It's been a busy year for mm-hmm. all of us. Uh, But. I am excited to answer some questions here. Captain Denny, Mike Denny asks, how would a Super Bowl matchup of Chiefs Packers affect the way top five wide receivers get paid in the NFL? That's a hell of a question because those are the two teams that are kind of doing it that way. You know, they've gone all in on their quarterback. They've spent so much money on Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers here that that would kind of hit the reset button. The teams that are going, listen, we're not going to do the top of the market thing. We're getting out from under it. We traded Devontae Adams. We traded Diary Kill. Got out from under it. We're doing it by committee. You know, we, we've seen shifts in other positions where teams have recognized the top of the market is insane. We're not doing that. We're just going to stock it full of 
mid-range talent, for, for lack of a better term there, drafting and guys that aren't commanding top-of-the-market value. If those two teams make the playoffs, I mean, like I feel like that's what we're going to hear about for two straight weeks. Like That's going to be the number one thing, as well as the fact that I believe the Cardinal Stadium is called the State Farm Stadium. I, I, I think that's right. And so <laughs> yeah, the, we'll finally perfect. get the State Farm Bowl and all. Yeah, there'll be all sorts of stuff like that. I don't worry. And Rogers will find a way to miss it. Um, yeah, I, I think it could affect the receiver market, but maybe just for teams with like elite tier quarterbacks. So, you know, maybe it's the elite tier teams start saying, okay, we're not going to pay some of these guys, but I don't know if it completely changes the entirety of the market. I still think there's teams willing to pay for these guys because they don't have that elite tier guy. Like, I mean, I, I feel like the Vikings are going to pay Justin Jefferson and they should. Uh, and he's going to make a lot of money. Oh, but God. like, yeah, if you don't have an elite tier quarterback, yeah, you probably still have to consider making those kind of decisions. But I think it could make some of these teams with elite quarterbacks kind of think twice. Because think about it. The teams that did do that, they had the the MVP from last year and the best player in the world, Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Uh, B Higgs 55. What is the one thing you could see in this Cardinals game that would make you bet the house on DraftKings, of course, on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl? Ooh, a, a shutout by the defense, maybe. Um, I, I, I think that that would make me feel a little more confident. I, I wrote a little earlier this week on KCSN Daily. That's our substack, kcsn.substack.com. You can subscribe to that. Uh, $30 a year, $5 a month. That's how you get into the Discord. That's how you get to ask us questions for the show. Um, but I wrote a little earlier this week about Steve Spagnuolo's trends and how the, his defense has played and kind of when things turned around. And I think we all think about how, you know, it's about middle of the year that Spagnuolo's defenses really start to come together. Some of these are extremely late in the year. The 2019 squad had a very embarrassing loss for the Titans very late in the year. There wasn't very much time left for them to kind of get stuff back together, right the ship, go forward from there. So if they are able to start with a higher floor, because these guys are going to play hard, they're better tacklers than what we've seen recently. If they're going to be able to start with a higher floor and perform exceptionally well in week one against an offense that frankly should score points, maybe not a ton, but should score points. If they shut them out, I'm I'm taking a whole bunch of money to DraftKings for that one because like that's the thing that could hold back this team is an underperforming defense. If they look good, whew, look out. Yeah, it'd be terrifying. George Karloff just going off, stuff like that. That, that just adds to it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Azuri Gunner asks, KCS, KCSN FC, when? Hmm. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Might be coming. <laughs> Might not be coming. We'll see. I, side note, uh, have you watched Welcome to Wrexham yet? I have not had time to do any of that yet. I've heard good things about it. I, I yes, I I love it so much. And if you don't know what that is, it's uh, Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds bought a soccer team, and they <laughs> have a documentary uh, about it, and it's incredible. I very very much enjoyed it so far. Uh, so yeah, if you it's on FX, you should give it a shot. We we aren't uh, financially obligated to to mention that. It's just a really good show. Yeah. Brandon W asked, how much research has the KC Laboratory already done on the 2023 KCSN draft guide? Um, yeah, we've actually we've actually started some work already. Uh, we definitely have. Um, <laughs> there's conversations happening, and we're kind of getting our preliminary work done. We don't start putting grades on paper for another month or so. Um, 
you know, we, we won't start that process for about another month, but we've definitely already started kind of getting some initial lists, some initial ideas of who we want to watch and, and started really paying attention to the players that we know we need to start kind of paying attention to, but not necessarily anything like firm. Uh, but we're, you know, we're already looking for sure. We're already watching. Except Maddie. Maddie Maddie's already graded everybody from week one already. I Maddie Maddie comes in incredibly prepared for draft weekend, like some split positions. There'll be like <laughs> split positions that we'll we'll have, you know, for like like we'll kind of divvy up like the defensive ends or something like that. And then what winds up happening is Maddie does a great job drafting those. Then we look at the end and like Maddie's got most of the top edge rushers, even the like some of the underrated guys. He comes in and he just he's he's already got a plan. Even when Why we're did just he like pick this D three rusher out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden he's like oh. on like going to the shrine and all third, that. It's like oh third, third round pick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get on you, buddy. Um, Fish asks, is Brett Veach adopting the Patriots mentality of moving on from a player a year early rather than a year late? I'm mostly referring to trading Tyreek Hill and letting Tyron walk. Yeah, I, I think they're kind of starting to get towards that a little bit. I think that's the shift and that's the next kind of wave. Like when you talk about Patrick Mahomes second act, we've kind of talked about it's, 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 I think it's philosophically changing a little bit more too. more emphasis on draft picks moving on from bigger contracts, trying not to be loaded up too much with big contracts at this point. That's kind of what I think you're seeing. I think you're seeing some adjustments to not just, hey, you know, we're going to move on from Tyreek, but like I think they're going to move on from other guys. They're going to try to, you know, keep this core young and cheap. And, you know, if they can do that over the next, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten years, like good things are going to happen. And they're well on their way to, to, to building a stable, consistent core. For sure, like I really like what they've done the last couple of drafts, and if you keep hitting the way you appear to be in the drafts, like this is no, this is the this is a very strong, stable approach to be taking. It is, um, and I think you know we refer to it as the Patriot way because I think that's the first time that we've seen a team have as much continued success revolving around a quarterback in the way that it is now that's not to say like there there have been other quarterbacks that have certainly had success and stayed in a place for a long time but in the modern era having that level of success is very difficult to do i mean like hosting four afc championship games is insanely difficult to do so i mean i, I naturally we just gravitate towards that patriot way but it is always about building around the quarterback you know, we spent years talking about how Tom Brady took a team discount, did all this stuff, took a team discount. We are a couple of years away from talking about Patrick Mahomes and his half a billion dollar contract that he signed as a team discount because of the way that the cap is rising and because of the way that it's going. We'll see. I, I, he seems very content with all of his endorsements. He seems very well taken care of. He has utilized his money smartly. He has done things very wisely. But I think that you are going to continue to see Brett Veach take some more opportunities knowing that the floor is so insanely high with a franchise quarterback that is that level of good, a la the Patriots, you know, under Tom Brady. You are going to take more chances on moving on from guys a little bit early or trading guys, collecting assets and turning around using those for cheaper players, knowing and trusting your staff to do things right, also knowing that you're not going to be, you know, a, a seven and nine team at any point. Speaking of hitting on draft picks, Dylan26 asks, how long does it take until George Karloftis snags the starting role from Mike Dana? 
I, I mean, mean, go. Yeah, it, it, it's going to happen quickly. I mean, I, I think we're going to see Mike Dana and George Karloftis. Uh, I think the split's going to be pretty even, you know, for the first part of the year here, especially if they, we'll see how they're going to use Turk Wharton in the dime. If they're continuing to use a George Karloftis and a Mike Dana in the dime with Frank Clark and Chris Jones, the, I think those snap counts will be fairly level, maybe even trending just a smidge towards uh, Dana there. Give us week six, week seven. I think that George Karloftis will have responded enough to what's going on with everything else. That I think he will be getting the quote-unquote starter snaps and starting to get that lion's share of it. Mike Dana is still going to be a heavy rotated guy because Spagnuolo rotates his defensive line a lot. But that being said, I think George Karloftis will be the primary guy by about week or six or seven, I would guess. And- yeah, and I think snap counts what you pay attention to necessarily mm-hmm. over like quote unquote starting. Like I think snap counts what you kind of you need to kind of pay attention to. Um, Steve Gray, what is one thing you most want to see from this young defense in Arizona? Um, I want to see them play like the youth play. Like that's really like I know that sounds crazy, but I know like we talk and we talked about the entirety of the defense on uh, on the KC Laboratory preview show. You can watch, uh, you can listen to before the game starts as well. I just want to see young guys get out there. And like, we talked a little bit about this. It's like, I want to see, you know, which young guys earn the trust quick, you know, the, the Leo Chanel, like Mike, like Leo Chanel and Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams. These are the guys I want to see if they actually wind up making it onto the field at any, at any point in how early, when is it tangible? You know, real, is it real snaps? Is it garbage time? I'm just I'm curious to see what young guys have earned the trust so quickly and how those guys wind up performing. That's really what I'm kind of most curious about. Yeah, I I think it, it, mine is definitely that. I, and again, as we talked a little bit about this, so I won't go into some of that. So I'll go with kind of an alternate one. Um, I want to see how Justin Reed communicates on the back end it's not necessarily the results because that's going to be a team effort sort of thing we're going to see a lot of variance with some of these guys i want to see the interaction that he's having with these guys i want to see how he helps pick them up you know if they allow a big completion i want to see how he helps pick them up i want to see the ways that he involves himself in the game we just got off of three years of tyron matthew i know everybody remembers him you know throwing his hands up at times with some of the you know things that he didn't like but those guys loved him and the way that he helped pick up his teammates on the field was immense. And that was a very integral part of what that room was and the cohesiveness of that room and the way that they were able to play together during some of their best years and during some of their best games. I want to see if Justin Reed is able to kind of bring some of that same cohesiveness. You can see some of that on the field. You can see the way that guys react to each other. You can see the way that guys help pick each other up and things like that. So I'm going to see if how he is going to bring to the table. I'm not expecting him to do it exactly like Tyron. No, I'm not expecting him to do anything exactly like Tyron. I just want to see what his particular brand of leadership is going to bring to the defense because I think that's so important to what they tried to bring him in for for the culture. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, this is a little bit of a Discord inside joke. Uh, Drew Clark asks, if Kent is goofy, who from the KC Laboratory are Mickey and Donald? I'm going to answer this. Uh, Craig is the best of us, so he's he's Mickey. And and no. Maddie is very clearly Donald because he's got the biggest like temper <laughs> or like a willingness to, to go there, I think, of all of us. So, like, I don't... Yeah, I think we all fit in, you know, perfectly. Uh yeah, Craig no. is Mickey because he has the biggest ears, and Matt is Donald because he never wears pants. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> there is that too. Um, okay, drum deck Mike. If the Chiefs get up by two scores in the second half, will they run the ball and be effective? And number two, will they be able to continue to run successfully even when everyone knows they are running? Um, you know, I think I, I think they'll be able to run the ball effectively. Um, I do, um, because I do think teams are still going to invite the run. I still think teams want to try to keep a lid on this offense. They want to invite the run game a little bit. They want to keep a lid and limit the explosive plays and kind of sell out to eliminate explosive plays and force this team to drive down the field and force them to be effective play over play over play. So I think, you know, there will be favorable, favorable boxes that this defense will, or this offense will be running into, and that will lead to some productivity. So I I think, you know, I think this team knows that they've got to run the ball a little bit better than they did last year. Uh, and I think they will. I really think they will. Um, Zach Foe McGorkin. What is the expected trade haul for Chris Jones if he tallies 13 plus sacks this year? Ooh, that's a, it's the 13 sacks is a lot. And you can turn around and look back at his previous best year as being kind of a contract year again, as you know, a monster year. Then he turns around, and he has a bunch of years with nine sacks. And I know that we look at Chris Jones in the light of, you know, he's not getting double digit sacks. So maybe he's a little bit inconsistent. Maybe he's doing some of this. That still pretty much makes him the second best interior defensive lineman in the league. It just does. I mean, behind Aaron Donald, he gets to the quarterback just as much or more than anybody else in the league at that position. And that is a premium. It does not matter if he turns around and puts up a 13 sack season it shows, hey, he's going to continue to do this. These nine sack seasons are just him being a you know a, a hair's width apart from that. And you can even point to the Chiefs revamped their secondary, and now all of a sudden, Chris Jones has more time to rush the passer. So if we've got a little bit of help on the back end, we're a team that maybe wants to trade for a guy like that. But that being said, 
Chris Jones gets 13 sacks, and this defense plays well enough on the back end. If that secondary is good enough, some of those are coverage sacks. I think you keep Chris Jones at that yeah. point because he sense. he's a guy, you know, he's a guy that's going to get there in 2.6, 2.7 seconds on most passing downs. And if you've got a good enough secondary to do that, you don't let guys like that walk. I think that he's more of a lock for a ro- for the roster at that point than some of the other guys on the roster. So if, if that's the case, I think you keep him at a 13-sack season for another year. You've still got him under contract, so you don't have to do anything with him. I mean, said if some team wants to come along and pay a, a first plus, absolutely you listen. But I, I think you're in, I think you're in a win-win situation at that point where you're just more than happy to keep the dude, and it's going to take a king's ransom to get him out. A Thirteen sack season might be a Super Bowl for the Chiefs. Um, I mean, oh man, Chris Jones gets thirteen sacks. Like this team, this team might be top five, six in sacks. The one seed. With, with him at thirteen. They're the one seed if he's doing that. Uh, Zach Eisen, call your shot. Deadline acquisition. I don't have a player. I mean, it's just way too early to know who's going to be available, who's not. But I think I do think it's going to be pass rush. I think it'll be defensive end because, like, there's just like if you're looking at the at this uh, the, the defensive end position right now, I just don't know if Carlos Dunlap, rookie George Karloftis, and Frank, whatever's going on with Frank. A lot of questions there. I think you've got to continue to bolster that pass rush in a big way if you're going to try to make a big you know, push at the end. Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn. I mean, uh, listen, I uh, there was just too much smoke around it this year. If the Bears aren't good, like midseason, he's just going to be like, all right, man, I, I barely wanted to be on this team anyway. Get, get me to a contender. I don't need to stick around for this. And if the Chiefs, if there are any issues with Frank, you know, being available on the field, if Carlos Dunlap isn't contributing the way that they want, you know, it, you know, whatever the case may be, if they're just not able to get home as much, adding Robert Quinn, even in a role to just be like, hey, line up and get after the passer, you, uh, that's a guy that you sign. That's a Terrell Sugg signing right there. You just keep him for a year, win the Super Bowl, get him a ring. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm fine with that last little part. Jay, the fan, have you guys brought up the Mahomes apology, apology video with Brett Coleman yet? <laughs> he says that video led him to becoming a fan of his stuff. Nah, I have it. I don't know if you've told him about that at all. Have you? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys didn't know, Brett Coleman is on with KCSN every single week on KCSN Daily. Um, so make sure you are uh, checking that out. Um, it's going to, uh, what is it, Wednesdays? I believe Brett is on Wednesdays. I'm not sure. There, Brett Coleman, there's so many there. people that are that are on there that are so good. You the know, lineup's just, sick. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like and then it's led by Tucker on Thursdays. I, exactly. The Thursdays are the day I'm always looking most forward to. Uh Casey from Casey. Isn't the Raiders new offense the old Patriots offense? Only with better skill players in aggregate. Um yeah, I mean, I think there's some similarities there, and there's going to be some similarities for sure, just because of you know Josh McDaniels bringing in his play calling style. But I mean, I don't know if "quote unquote" old's the right right context either, because I think you know, I think uh, Josh McDaniels has evolved a little bit here too, and I think he's a really good play caller. You're going to find that out when when the Raiders start when, when the Raiders start playing. Even with a, a suspect offensive line, there's enough weapons there. There's enough creativity. I think I I I hate to say it. I think the I think the Raiders are going to surprise some people this year. Uh, year one with Josh McDaniels, even with you know some some questions along the offensive line. I mean, that Devontae Adams guy seems to be decent. Um, I think there will be more emphasis on getting a guy like Devontae Adams the ball 
than maybe there would have been necessarily in like New England. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. Like they would have gotten the ball. Don't get me wrong. But oh, like, yeah. I just think there will be more intentionality with getting a guy like Devontae Adams the ball. Uh, Corey Peter asks, uh, favorite Star Wars movie? Favorite Star Wars movie? This is tough. I, I think it's Rogue One. I, I was going to say, are you going to go off the beaten path and go like... Uh, of course I am. I, I, I loved Rogue One. I mean, you knew... You walked in, you knew the way it was going to end. Like, you knew the general, this is how it's going to start. This is what the goal of it is. This is how it's going to end. And they did such a good job of storytelling all of that. I mean, when you when you know the start and the finish of everything, and you can still be glued and be that compelled to a story for the entire time, you did something right. So, yeah, I, I thought, I think Rogue One for me. Uh, I'll tell you mine in a minute, but uh, you're going to have to wait. But the wait is over because DraftKings Sportsbook... Uh, America's top-rated sportsbook app is officially live in Kansas just in time for football season. That means betting legally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet on anything, that's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800-522-4700. 21 and older, physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. All right, my favorite Star Wars movie is uh, New Hope, and that's pretty lame. So uh, I it know pretty lame. I know. So <laughs> here's this is so this is what I'm gonna say. Uh, okay. This is what I'm going to say. The Force Awakens is better than people say it is, and I don't appreciate the disrespect towards a for- the Force Awakens. I think it was a good movie. I think it paid off a lot of fans of Star Wars from multiple generations. It hit me in the feels in a very, very big way. I was very, it was just it, that, that, that there was a payoff there for, for, for someone that had, you know, consumed all the Star Wars movies frequently. Um, that being said, I despise the story arc of Finn. They wasted it and just kind of set it on fire and acted like he didn't exist by the end of that trilogy. So, um, yeah, there's, there's my takes there. Um, <clears throat> Let's see here. Rugby Fox. Now that we have meaningful football again, what was your favorite? Only newsworthy in the offseason story. <laughs> I Only. got one. Okay. You go. I think you might. Have, it's probably the same. I, the whole Tyreek Tyreek's oh, podcast. Well, yeah. I, I've enjoyed it all. I It, it definitely made the separation easier. But it's just all just ridiculous. And I just, I, I enjoyed it. I, I did kind of enjoy it. And I think it helps. Honestly, I think it helps Mahomes' case for winning an MVP because Mo, like Tyree Kill is making everybody know how he feels about everything right now. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, and kind of to go in tandem with that, like blowing up the spot. And it didn't just happen with Mahomes. I know that we're very hyper-focused on what Tyree Kill has said and what Sammy Watkins said in Green Bay as well. It's happening with everybody. Devontae Adams said stuff. I, I, you know, everybody's saying they're just sticking up for their guys. And so it just seemed like at every term, 
all these new wide receivers, all these wide receivers that made moves to other teams and everything like that, people put microphones in front of them and said, hey, how did you feel about the guy? How did you feel about your previous guy and everything like that? And they stuck up for their guys more more often than not. I, I think the only guys that didn't just like stick up for the guys that they were playing with currently are the guys that were playing with the Chiefs. <laughs> you know, like right, they tried to bait MVS into it and he was just basically like, like, man, you, I ain't got to choose. Like, they're they're both awesome. Like, he just, nah, I'm not doing that. So, but, like, it just seemed like at every term, there was somebody else asking that question and somebody else that was trying to get an answer that was just going to drive a headline that, of course, is only noteworthy in the offseason. Uh, no chicken tonight. What's the new wrinkle you want to see most in this offense? Oh, man. I mean... <sighs> It's hard I, to say. I mean, it, I I know what it is, but I, know, I mean, they I didn't do it last year. So I, I, you know, like, I want one more gap. I want more power, but I feel like a, a broken drum there. Um, I I want to see. Um, maybe it's more new for um for this team versus you know new for you know the Andy Reid. Uh, maybe more under center play action. Ooh, um, I I, I, I think it would be interesting to see how teams defend the chiefs if patrick mahomes goes more under center um he's typically you know spread shotgun guy rarely under center if all of a sudden they start lining up under center handing the ball off running more play action also mixed in with some of the shotgun and stuff like that it just it puts more on the plate of the linebacker puts more on the plate of these guys and i understand why they haven't done it in the past you know, the, the offensive line hasn't necessarily been great. If you feel confident in your offensive line to be able to line up and pass block for as long as you need to in order to run some of these play action plays, yeah, get it in there. Do it and do a little more traditional play action passing. See if you can get those safeties to be a little too aggressive. And because we know Patrick is going to be able to hit whoever it is over the top. So I'd like to see maybe a little more of that. Uh, I don't think this is a earth shattering one. Uh, and it's more player specific. I want to see Juju on option routes. Uh, I think that's an area mm -hmm. that he's really, 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 really successful in. And I mean, the guys outside of Travis Kelsey that they've kind of had. And like, I mean, Kelsey and Mahomes, it's, everything's an option route. Like, you know, it's like, sure, we're just going to. We're just gonna run this, you know. We're gonna run this. They're just on the here. same page. They, they the read defense is the exact same. So they do, and yeah. they just kind of they are on the same. I but I want to see I want to see Juju uh, on some option stuff, uh, especially in the middle of the field. Like I think that's another guy that can alleviate. Like I, we talked about on the on the lab this week. I, I think he's a guy that can alleviate some of the third third down. Uh, you know, some third down woes that you might have seen at times last year with some inconsistencies with drops. And in, in incorrect route running. I think he's a guy that can can really fix a lot of those. Um, Kay Gumminger asks what your target score at the KCSN <laughs> golf tourney is. Craig, why don't you enlighten us on what your projected score is? My, my target score is keeping everybody hydrated and uh, filled up with beer. Uh, <laughs> that's what my target score is on that. I will not be playing at the KCSN golf tourney. I have not played golf in probably 20 years like it's it's been damn close to that um as fun as it will be i will be help running the event kent what are you gonna shoot i don't know i i think i'm golfing i'm pretty sure i'm golfing um we'll see uh i mean it's gonna be a scramble I'm, i believe so like you know we're I, I hope our team breaks breaks even 
uh, if I do play. I will just say this about you, Craig. There was this one moment about a year and a half ago where you asked me about six golf clubs. Uh huh. And I got so I excited. I got so I excited. I am so glad that I didn't. Kent, how many times do you think I would have been able to golf over the last year and a half with you knowing Nine. what my yeah yeah <laughs> on the back? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Like it, I don't everything. Know if I was supposed to say that, but like you know, nah. <laughs> it's like you're yeah. You're old. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old and busy. <laughs> uh, Lee87 asks, who is the best fantasy football player between the KCS and crew? It's not me. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm, it's me. I'm sorry. It's I was going to say, it, it's you. If I had to guess, I, I think it's you're you. right. You're right. It's me. I, I, <laughs> I'm the, like, Maddie. We'll like, give you so few wins. We'll give you this one. Thank you. <laughs> I can shoot a basketball. Um. <laughs> okay, Maddie asked a question, and I don't. Have you read this question yet? I just did. Is that why you're crying? Yep. Okay. I don't even know if I want to read it. Yep. How many platypuses could you defeat in a King of the Hill style battle before being overrun? Um, fourteen, Maddie, and I. I could go into detail, and I will in the DMs, buddy. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I, I less than Craig, because Craig is great. <laughs> Andy Nagel, uh, what are two things about the Chiefs team, this Chiefs team, that will surprise the rest of the league and other fan bases? Um, one, uh, oh yeah, there's a clear gap between their quarterback and the re- other quarterbacks in the league. Uh, I think I think it's like I, 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 I Charles McDonald's been tweeting it out like the last two days. Like Patrick Mahomes is somehow the most underrated player in the league, and I think he's right. And I think this year will just be like a steady reminder of oh yeah, there's great quarterbacks out there, and then there's Patrick Mahomes. Like I genuinely like he's Michael Jordan, man. Like he is, and I know like he hasn't won a Super Bowl in a few years, God forbid. But I think I think the Chiefs have Michael Jordan at quarterback. And I think you're about to see something pretty special from him. Um, do you have another thing, Craig? I don't want to steal a ball. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that I think this defense is going to be, I mean, <laughs> I got ready to say uh, better than people expect. I, I think they have already been better than people expect. I don't know if anybody really realizes that Steve Spagnuolo's defense has been top 10 in points every single year that he's been in Kansas city. And I see a lot of comments, you know, like when we're doing YouTube videos and, you know, underneath stuff, like people are like, man, you know, this defense sucks. They're terrible and all that top 10 defense and points. I think they're going to continue that. I I, I think we're going to see that the talent level um, and the adjustments to everything won't really end up, you know, really shifting too much one way or another. I think it's going to be roughly about the same. And I think because the Chiefs are going so young, it might grab people's attention a little bit more than saying, hey, you know, having the most expensive defensive line in the league and Tyron Matthew in the secondary, you know, resulted in positive things for this team. It's a lot easier to explain that away. Whereas also saying you have the most expensive defensive line in the league because it's basically still there, you know, but saying that, but also you're playing so many rookies and the future is bright. So I think people will start to maybe look at it a little more favorably that way. Corey Peter asks, who are you most excited to watch play football this year? That's not the chiefs. 
That's not the Chiefs. Ooh, man, that's a really good question. Um, why is it the oh, Jaguars? Chris? You you go first. You go first. Oh, I was just saying. Well, I was, I'm surprised you're not saying the Jaguars. I mean, you seem pretty I high mean, on them. I, I am excited to, to watch the Jaguars just to watch them get better. I don't know that they're going to be the most exciting team to watch football. I think they're just going to be fine. WP offense, it's fine. It's going to be effective. It's not going to be anything special. It's just going to get the job done. I don't know that that's that I'm excited to watch them by any means. I'm just ex more excited to see how they turn out, I guess. You ready for a Maddie answer? Yes. Kansas football. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, booth review on the newly formed KCSNU channel. Go hit the subscribe button on KCSNU. That's where all of our college coverage will be. Maddie Lane's even going to have a college slanted show on there. Uh, as well so uh, keep an eye out for that as well um brennan mcnichol what do you think about felix anaduki uzoma in next year's draft uh very draftable prospect i think you know i don't know if he's like a top 100 I, he's, he's a top 100 guy not a first round prospect but there's definitely some juice some length a little bit of density to him i think he's a capable prospect i it's a obviously it's a big year for him want to see a little bit more fluidity through his frame, but I, you know, I, I think if that's the case and if he, you know, worked on his flexibility through the off season, I haven't got, I didn't watch him against South Dakota. I will be watching him against Missouri this year or this week. But uh, yeah, I think he's an interesting, I think he's an interesting edge prospect for sure. Um, Jay, the fan asks, who's the worst team that has a shot at being in the Super Bowl this year? The worst team. The worst team. I, I I like this question a lot. Um, I think we're all pretty high on the Eagles. I I, I mean, I, I know that everybody's kind of high on the Eagles. I'm going to say, and I know this is a Chiefs podcast, I think the Raiders. Um, I think they're going to come out of this division very battle-tested. Um, we just got done talking about Josh McDaniels. I mean, I can see him looking at how he's used some of these tight ends in the past. Darren Waller. And Devontae Adams are going to have massive years. They're just going to have massive years, period. There's nothing, nothing, a whole lot of defenses are going to be able to do to stop them. They are limited by Derek Carr, extremely limited by Derek Carr. And so that's where the worst team to do it comes into play. I have a lot of questions about that offense. I have a lot of questions about that defense. But I do think that they've got enough juice enough ability to surprise teams and stay in games that maybe they don't have any business staying in get a couple bounces to go your way i i'm i already projected them to make the playoffs you get a couple bounces to go your way all of a sudden a team that might be in the super bowl and might be looking at it going oh hell how did this team get here so i i could see them maybe getting there hey the Bengals did it last year uh, that's true can't believe i had no business being there uh, maybe it's the Bengals this year too. Maybe that's the answer. I think the NFC. I, I think the NFC is the the conference that that you see a surprise team potentially because like I just the, the AFC is so stacked, man. There's just so many good teams and like, I mean, I know they're all going to cannibalize themselves, but like someone's coming out. Of, I think I I think there's just too many good teams for the for the Raiders to overcome. I don't even know if the Raiders make the playoffs. We'll see. They're going to be salty though. I I do agree with you. Um, an NFC East team, <laughs> like. Eagles, Cowboys, like one of those two. Like, I like the Eagles, man. I, I, yeah, I but Jalen Hurts. Do we think Jalen Hurts is a top ten quarterback? I don't. No, no, I don't. I don't either. I, I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. But I love a lot of what they did this offseason. Like I really, really do. Stuff. How he killed it, man. He really did. 
Uh, that is it for 21 questions. Thank you all so much for answering all the, or asking all these questions. You can ask questions. If you subscribe to the KCSN Substack. there's a link in the description of this show, $30 a year. You get all of our, you know, uh, exclusive content that Craig, Maddie and I write, um, you will, uh, help boys and girls club of Kansas city. It's all kinds of great stuff. Uh, $30 a year gets you access to content, the KCSN discord channel, which is where all these questions come from. Uh, so yeah, make sure you, uh, hit that subscribe button, sign up. It's, it's good stuff. We'll be back, uh, with 21 questions. Somebody will be next week and we'll catch you later. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com